Welcome to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. So, Evie, what is the review of the week? The review of the week is Captain America 1990. That's right. Starring Matt Salinger, Ronnie Cox, and Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty and Ronnie have a returning uh, acting gig for the for these two. They were, were in Deliverance before, yeah. uh, and then now they're doing this film. Uh, so tell me, what is, just a general uh, overview, what is this movie about? Uh, this movie is about, um, what is it about? <laughs> What's it about? Okay, it's Captain America 1990. Okay, so this is from... Uh, this was an offshoot of Canon Films. There's a company called 21st Century uh, Fox Corporation. Uh, these are the guys who did like like Chuck Norris, Invasion USA. They did the American Ninja movies, stuff like that. So they're kind of like not low budge, but you know, like they did the Firewalker with Lou Gossett Jr. Films that are touch and go, you know. Yeah. Um, so this is like a um, a camp version uh, of like almost like a He-Man, but this is Captain America. Yeah, and uh, Hydra. And hi, yeah, hi, yeah, Hydra. That's right. So the villain is Red Skull. This was a story is created by uh, Joe Simon and drawn by Jack Kirby. Correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, this movie came out in 1990. Uh, it stars Matt Salinger, who is the son of J.D. Salinger of Catcher in the Rye. I don't know if that was how he got the gig. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not because it it doesn't grow well for this guy. Uh, this um, okay. Well, let's get into the story of it. Okay. Well, Captain America 1990 is basically the retelling of the origin of Captain America. Uh, there's a slight uh, twist to it. Uh, it's kind. Of, it is a slightly campy film. Uh, Steve Rogers is an experiment. The best super soldier that Americans could have. Uh, it takes place in 36, where we find the Red Skull first. He was a, a child prodigy who, uh, through these uh, a project uh, rebirth, or sort of Italy's version of Project Rebirth, was to become a super soldier. Uh, there were some side effects. He ended up being red and raw, uh, but it's supposed to increase your strength and your intelligence. Yes. Something went awry. Uh, he, he, of course, he went red, like hence the cult title Red Skull. There was a rat they had for experiment. It looked like a claymation character. Mm -hmm. uh, the the makeup work that was done on Red Skull was phenomenal, but I think the budget was relatively wasn't really there. So you only saw him with the actual Red Skull outfit, uh, makeup and garb in the opening sequences. Uh, and yeah. the storyline was that he had plastic surgery over the years, while Steve Rogers or Captain America was under ice. And to, to look more human to fit in society. The world war is over, and they're trying to show what happened to the the, the Nazis and to Hydra after the fact. So they integrated themselves in uh, global society, involving the mar stock, stock markets, involving in creating or controlling the headlines in the news, and or creating assassinations. And Red Skull at this at now he is a guy who works behind the scenes, kind of like an Illuminati uh, worker. And so the idea was. Uh, they want to control the president of the United States because his issues were about, um, are more, ironically, are more about the, the global impact in terms of pollution. Uh, this was a, a, a reaction to Exxon Valdez, the oil spill, and some some things that happened with some owls in North Dakota, where yeah. the um, they stopped the destroying of trees. Yes. So uh, this was a uh, this was kind of like the telling of the time. It's very relevant now because now in today's world, uh, they passed the bill of plastics, 
uh, is it, uh, in 2021, there'll be single-use plastics will be banned. Yes. So the president here, President uh, Tom Kimball, wants the very same thing: prevent plastics, prevent pollution, and and there it goes against progress. Uh, they want to control him to do their their do their bidding. Captain America comes out of freezing, and basically it's him and Red Skull battle it out in Italy. Um, what do you think of the movie altogether? Um, it was pretty good. A lot mm-hmm. of action, kind of some campy scenes that. Might make you laugh, right? You know. I mean, the character is basically a, a, a man out of time. After he was conceived in terms of being a super soldier, it was an accident, and uh, the the doctor who uh, who created this the serum or the procedure mm-hmm. gets killed, and all the secrets behind duplicate the experiment died with the, with the with the doctor with the scientist. Yeah. So he is the one and only uh, one of his kind, uh, and so he was considered a, a basically a, a failed experiment. This takes place in 46, 1946 or 43, I'm not sure where, when. Uh, he, his first mission is to uh, stop Red Skull. Mm-hmm. He has, Skull has a, a rocket aimed at the United States at the White House. He goes and he stops it, tries to stop it, sorry. But Red Skull be- defeats him, ties him up to a rocket. Now, the one thing that you and I were talking about and had a good laugh over was that uh, it said that you're supposed to be smarter this wasn't yeah. a, a very smart. <laughs> this wasn't a very smart uh, uh, Red Skull, or uh, because um, he's tied to a rocket. There's about six seconds left to go. Yeah, uh, he's about to leave, and Captain America grabs his hand and says, "I'm taking you. I'm taking you with me." Uh, he pulls out a knife, and so the first thing I'm going to say to myself, "Well, he's going to like stab, you know, Captain America because he's tied. He's bound to a, uh, a rocket, mm-hmm. you know, or cut off Captain America's hand." You know? Yeah, exactly. He cuts off his own hand, <laughs> uh, and, and the rocket takes off. Uh, anyways, he's able to defer the the, the, the rudder of the rocket before, just before it hits the right uh, White House. And a little boy, it's around four in the morning, sees this whole thing take place. And that boy ends up becoming the president of the United States, and that ends up being the current president, uh, played by Ronnie Cox, and his name is uh, Tom Kimball. And uh, so when he defers the rocket, it, it goes up again in the sky and crash lands somewhere in, I think, Alaska, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, in the Arctic. And then uh, some, some explorers find him, and then he kind of treks through Canada uh, after he's awakened from the lock yeah. of ice. Okay, so uh, he's got a girlfriend named Bernie. And uh, now, the, the and of course, Bernie waited for him, like, kind of like a Peggy Carter. And... Nothing came of it. She, she moved on with her life, had a daughter, and uh, and again, he's called again because Red Skull is out there and he's got to stop him. Uh, the movie, um, over, what would you think, what do you think of the movie in general? Like, I think it's, it's, it never hit theaters. It, it was supposed to be in theaters in, I think, May of 1990. Uh, it got pulled literally, like, a week before it hit, it's supposed to go to air, like yeah. hit the theaters, and uh, it only aired in in, in Europe, Eastern Europe, and in Russia. So the Russians were able to see this film before any of us did, um, and 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 I think the core audience of those who saw it in theaters enjoyed it, um, but it went straight to video eventually, yes. uh, most likely in the distribution of uh, First Adventure. It was in the, it was tied in with that. You could download a copy of that as part of its promotional yeah. when it was released. So overall, your thoughts to the movie? My thoughts of you know, um, it was pretty good for a story, you right. know, um, you know, kind of funny in some scenes. 
um, <clears throat> you know, you know, this kind of campy, but it was all right. You know, I wouldn't. Mm. Yeah, it was okay. Well, the thing about this film that I thought that was entertaining and puzzling at the same time was that this is a man, Captain America, who never won a fight. Every person he fought up against since he became Captain America, he lost. This dude never won. Uh, he only threw the shield at the daughter of Red Skull, Valentina, and twice, uh, and hit her in the head. Once, once she had a helmet on, a bike <laughs> helmet on, and then she hit, he hit her again near the end of the film without yeah. the helmet. And actually, you don't even know what happened to her. That's how it goes to black. That's true. Did yeah. she like fall in the sea or something? No, the fall. Okay, so in, they're in Italy. <laughs> In I think his castle or yeah. no, it was a monastery I think it is. Something like that. Yeah. So out in does it first of all it rains in Italy right? Yeah. It ha they oh, have yeah. they have bad weather. I oh guess. yeah. Okay. So there's a, a, a grand piano outside in the middle of a castle on the the upper roof and there's nothing there's no there's no uh, shelter or or um, I guess protection. protection for this grand piano and it's in the middle, and it's I'm guessing it's a massive piano. Yeah. Okay, so it's on the edge of a monastery overlooking the ocean on a cliff. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful in the sense of it being, uh, uh, you know, like operatic kind of, if you want, if you want to call it, but it has no practical purpose. Mm -hmm. So there is a nuclear device in this piano. The detonator is the crest of the piano, and it has, a, uh, I guess, uh, rods that go down yeah. or whatever. You, you can control it. So he is about to detonate this dirty bomb nuclear bomb and, and uh so <laughs> and he's he's like he, he can't get to it because he's got an uzi red skull has got an uzi and he keeps firing at captain america and uh in the end um he distracts him by playing this recording of red skull's uh, childhood mm -hmm. and yeah. and it kind of distracts him but then just before it's about to detonate he throws a shield uh and hits the detonator into the ocean as well as red skull into the ocean <laughs> you know and, but I think the piano is the bomb, no? I don't, yeah, I don't think know. it is. So I'm guessing that the uh, it, it short-circuited in the water. That's why they didn't blow up, because it doesn't explain like what happened. No. And you don't see the Red Skull after the fact. And I don't think he died. Oh, another thing, too, I want to mention, too. Okay, the Red Skull, you know, he, he, he was alive while he was on ice. So he's like 70 years old, or probably 75 years old, yeah. in this version of the movie. And he still beats Captain America. And he has only one hand. So he's a 75-year-old man with one hand, and he still beats Captain America. Right? Like, I mean, this guy can't. This guy, like, this I don't know. Like, it, it, it's, it's a very telltelling, telltelling sign of, of their perspective on Americans. That's why Russia probably loved this movie. Yeah. Because exactly. <laughs> their hero, their, their hero was useless. Um, true. Anyways, I'm going to say this movie is entertaining. Uh, it's this might be one of the reasons why Canon films folded eventually because it just was you know it, it was bonkers of a film. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm how would you rate how would you grade this film? How would I? Yeah, maybe a six point five or a seven. I know we say you know no one just goes out to make a bad film, and I'm going to like I would give this movie a three or a two and a half to be perfectly honest. But here's the thing. Here's the analogy I will give. Uh, to critics, to defend myself and critics in general, uh, and I'm using a sports analogy. When you have like those sports teams, like you know, like Boston like Red Sox or the Boston Bruins or the Hooligans in London, those who are like die-hard fans, yeah. who are like they will defend their team to literally to the death, For you sure. know. Right? But those same teams, those same uh, fans, they will call out when their team is not doing well or when a player is stinking up and you know he's not yeah. doing his job. Though they they love their team, we're doing the exact same thing. 
I love, you know, the idea of this movie. There's a scene where he's. I give you that. There's a scene where the the, the villains in the the castle. The, Okay. Yeah. Was shooting a machine gun, and all he did was roll around on the ground with a shield facing him, right? and then rolled around again, right? and rolled around yeah, again, like it. on the stone. I'm gonna give this movie a generous three, a very generous three of of a. Of a uh, there's a section that we we call the double feature, where we give think of a film that would was it what's the word accommodate? Yeah, um, that would match or you know support the film that we just reviewed. Uh, what would you recommend for it if this was a double feature film? Honestly, I would. Uh, match it with um, with the movie Speed for me. Seriously, and yeah, how how with, would you match the speed with this one? Because they're on speed, like what? Because they're on speed. No, 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 no. Um, uh, Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. with his one-liners Whoa. and <laughs> exactly, you know, trying to run around, you know, driving a bus and. But to be honest with you, the film I would say that. For a double feature, if you want to have a film that really complements this film, I'm going to say a film like um, Deathstalker, Deathstalker Four, because it's incomprehensible. You have villains, but they don't really do anything. They're just like they have very good visuals. Oh, even this costume was was kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, they say this this costume is fireproof. They never use fire on this guy. <laughs> That's, anyways, uh, I thought that was kind of funny. That was one of those, uh, a missed opportunity to show what he's the character is awesome to do. But anyways, yeah, I'd say this is like Death Soccer 4. If you ever see that film, it's a, it's a low-budge. I think it's canon films, too, uh, a low-budget film. So I'd rec- I recommend seeing that. Uh, it's just a very campy uh, film, and I think it ruined his career. But though he's done some work since then, but he's not. he hasn't been a leading man uh, since uh, doing Captain America. Okay, that's it for our for our review. I'm Ray. I'm Evie. We'll talk to you later. Okay, take care. <laughs>